Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. Hello again and welcome everyone to our podcast today. And today we have a special guest in the studio. Her name is Kirsten Reef, and she has been volunteering here during this, uh, I don't know, for the summer. Uh, she's a teacher here in town, and I want to talk to Kirsten about, I don't know, reopening and everything you know about, I don't know, what you think, what you know, what's, what's it like to be a teacher, and uh, all those things. But, but first, I want to talk about, about Kirsten just a little bit. Kirsten. And uh, uh, she's an amazing cook. She cooks stuff for us all the time. She is she, incredible. She's like, she's like my, when I see her, I, I just like, I can't wait to see what she's brought. <laughs> and then today she's like, no, I'm just answering phones. I was yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah. I'm I starving. Drop the ball there. Sorry, Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you are. So I got it. We do Christmas in July and uh, Kirsten makes Christmas in July work because she cooks a full-on Christmas layout oh my meal. That was the best turkey. I mean, I'm not even lying. No, the that best was, turkey I've and ever you had. Told it's us done your done secret. What was your secret to make that turkey so well, perfect? Brining is the secret. But brining. I think the other secret is is that you don't have the stress of the holidays. It's the most fun to me- meal oh. to make all year. Okay. I love cooking Christmas. And you you it's nailed so it. Everything well, was phenomenal. And it was beautiful too because you know not only so this was when we were planning our Christmas series yeah. that that we had the meal just just for clarification for everybody out there, but you had not only done a meal like above and beyond. And well, what was funny to me is she's like, I couldn't find real cranberries and I forgot to buy them in December and freeze them. So we have to have canned cranberries. Yeah, oh it's horrifying. Gosh. Kirsten, yeah. that's all I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to step it up. Oh my sure. goodness. No. But then the decor, and then she did these little cards with scripture and oh, yeah. painted them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was she's over the you top. are so incredible. She's the lady that actually did the scroll that you the yeah you're the scroll that, that I accused to. her of taking it right from heaven because I just thought it was so <laughs> authentic. You, get, you guys so are cool. just a blessing, and you give me good things to <laughs> no. do. So it's a it's a good you thing. are very very talented. I know as a as an individual as a teacher, and uh, so anyway, we're yeah, glad I, to have Kirsten Reef in studio today for sure. And Galen, if I could just segue into Kirsten as a teacher, so our our oldest daughter Gracie had Kirsten in third grade. No kidding. And she was, and still is, and always will be that teacher for Gracie that sure. just um, impacted yeah. her so much. And well, and and Gracie was such an incredible blessing, and she has such a heart for people. We got to do Hearts for Africa that year. I'll never oh, forget. Yes. And, and she would, oh, yeah. she would get, because third graders are third graders, and they're just experiencing the drama of life. And she'd come in at recess and say, Mrs. Reef, will you pray with me? And it was Aww. just such a sweet, sweet wow. thing to have that awesome. with, it, with a kiddo. You don't get that very often. Yeah. And wow. so, well, well yeah, was that's that the a special year place in my heart. That Francis came and came to your classroom? Yes. Yeah, I remember yes. down here in Saddle Ridge. Yes, it was fabulous. Oh, I do remember. That was so, awesome. Okay, yeah, so, so tell us. Where you teach now, which grade, all the... So since then, I've gone back um, to where I, I... I loved third grade, but my heart is really with middle school kids, like okay. with sixth graders. and Which is a special gift. I love sixth grade. <laughs> wow. They are just 
quirky and fun, and we get to experience all kinds of great things together. So I teach sixth grade at Metal Arc Elementary. Um, they really encourage hands-on collaboration there, and we get to work with a whole team of teachers, and it, it's just a blessing every day to be there. Tell us a little bit. Of, I know at Metal Arc, right? Is what you just yes. said? It's, it's a little different structure, a little different setting. How's that... How is it different than the formal settings of that you've experienced? And do you like it more or less? And what do you like more or less about those things? I love it because I think it prepares our kiddos for junior high. Okay. More, we're, we have teams of six teachers that we call neighborhoods. And those neighborhoods work together um, to teach that whole neighborhood of kiddos. So they get to know 150 kids instead oh, of just wow. 25. Gotcha. And so when they go up to carry they they feel like they're still part of that family when they move up there. Right. And ideally, we switch within those six teachers. So at one point in their day, in a normal year, they get to choose a class. So they might be doing woodworking or gardening or learning how to repair their bike or uh, you know all kinds of different mm. options. And we call that encore. And um, but we don't know if we'll get to do that this year. Oh, that's all COVID changed. Yes. Well, um, you know, we we walked through. Maybe you took us through. We walked through. Um, yes. Yeah. We went when we were getting ready to build. Yeah, we were getting ready to build. And mm-hmm. We went to look at the the, the mm-hmm. building there, and man, what a, a phenomenal facility! And I could tell. You know, you were mm-hmm. probably explaining to us. I think the principal was there that day. Wasn't yes, he? Mr. Fraley. Jim yeah. Fraley goes to Cheyenne Hills yeah, as well. Yeah, he was he was telling us and showing us all the things and. But just the concept is completely different. But mm-hmm. but you like it. You you didn't. Did you have any? I love it. We have garage doors in our classrooms that are glass. Yeah, yeah remember that. And we raise those, and the kids can go out into the neighborhood, and they it gives them opportunities to work with other kids or other classrooms, and wow. and that really gives an open effect. Um, so one of the things that we've had to discuss during COVID is whether we put desks out there so we can social distance, but mm. then the mm. teaching overlaps. So we had to rethink that option. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, now this is, as I understand, it's fifth and sixth grade and that's yes. all that's there. Is that correct? Yes. We have okay. almost 600 fifth and sixth grade students. Now, Do you, do the fifth grade teachers go up with the kids or do you, do you graduate them up to the sixth grade teachers? You we, have we graduate them up to the sixth grade okay. teachers. So, okay. So that's, Mm-hmm. But it's a great, great concept. And do you feel like the parents, kids, what kind of feedback have you had? Do you feel like everybody likes it? Overall, well we've really had a lot of positive feedback. I yeah. mean, it's a different atmosphere. So teachers who have left um, have either loved it or have needed to move to a spot where they can, you yeah. know, be more on their own in their teaching. How many years have you taught? I have taught 27 And years. then you've been at, at Monarch for... Metal Arc for I've been at Metal Arc since it opened, so this will be Three. my fifth. Five years fifth is year? that right? Yes, Man, that's crazy. Time flies, doesn't it? It, it mm-hmm. does, doesn't it? Oh my <laughs> gosh, what a deal! Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so everybody wants to know, you know, what's going to happen with COVID, and I know you don't have all the answers. Uh, what is it? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, what would you like to happen? Just ready, set, go on. What do you, from a teacher's perspective, what do you what do you see? From a teacher's perspective, I would love it if we got to go back to school on time, okay. and the kids would come and wear their masks, and nobody would get sick, and we'd yeah. get to be in the classroom. Yeah, and and continue on with life as normal. Yeah, your heart, your heart is, and and I know yes. you, your heart's to be with the kids, but also it's. I think you probably did this in the spring, didn't you, on the, the online deal. How did that work, and 
yes, did so it work or what you, what's your perspective in on this that? in the spring it was it was just a difficult transition for yeah. everyone yeah. i think um but if you look at what we learned from the spring and going into the fall i think it would i think families learned that their families are really really important and if you use a god lens for it god's really helped us adjust our time mm. and help us look at what's important and if we center our families and use that God lens and say, okay, God's given us this time for the last five months to be together, we don't want to lose that ball. So as we go back into school, if we can sit down with our families and center with the devotion and prayer to start our days off and set that schedule, whether you've chosen to online school or be back in school, that will help us have just a different perspective altogether, I think. That's awesome. Well, I hope I hope everyone takes that advice. That'd be that would be awesome. If because I I th- honestly think the God part has been been uh, woefully let set aside on on every area of of this COVID. I just feel like you know it's almost like well we just got to get a vaccine and everything will be right. Or we got to get the right drug, mm-hmm. everything will be right. It's like oh we need to get God in the right place in our families. Just exactly what you're saying. Right. And I hope I hope there's hope everybody's listening. Then they can. Uh, that that would be something we would all do. That's certainly something we as a church have been encouraging. It's like, you know, let's be as a, what, however passionate you are about, I don't know, whether masks or not masks or meeting or not meeting, whatever your passion is, we got to be about about the government things. We got to be equally as passionate about the God things. Mm-hmm. And uh, not, I don't think everybody's doing that. I, I hope, I hope we are, hope mm-hmm. that, you know, as a church, and, and I've certainly been encouraging that, but um I think uh, I think God wants us to be passionate about his stuff and I think it matters. Well, and you've been very purposeful about telling us, you know, this is this is our wake up call. This is I think what so. we need to look at yeah. and and so families can use that in such a positive way and not making, you know, masks a punishment because they will be required for school, uh, yeah, making okay. it as this is this is what we're doing to protect you, to protect others yeah. so that we can be back in school so yeah. that we can use the gifts that God gave us in inappropriate ways. And we've chosen you to be in school and to follow the rules and socialize and so that you can learn and be able to use those gifts in the world. Or we've chosen that you be at home so that you can still use your gifts yeah. there. Either either choice you make, but just keep that family God center because yeah. it's so, so important, well, and that's why we had this time. And I think I think if people do that, I think that God will honor, you know, those who, um, how does that go? First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, uh, those who honor me, I will honor. Those who yes. despise me, I will lightly esteem, which is an interesting passage, right? Because it's like anybody can say this, those who honor me, I will honor. Any man can say that, but no man will say, if you dishonor me, you'll be lightly mm-hmm. esteemed. Mm-hmm. Um you're still going to be esteemed just lightly. And so I think the challenge is, is to honor God. And I do think he'll honor the, our students, you know, and I, you know, one of the things that I hope happens, um, whatever happens as far as the meeting, not meeting. I mean, I know it's all out there, big question marks, but, uh, that, that our, our kids, and I, I, I've tried to say this and I'll probably be more specific on it is, you know, take this as a challenge and say, okay, whatever comes down this pike, I'm going to do the very best mm-hmm. I can. I'm going to, I'm going to conquer this thing. Right. Right. I'm going to, you know, 
you know, life gives you lemon, make a lemonade or whatever. I mean, whatever it is, it's like, I'm going to take this, this as a, not a setback, but I'm going to, to excel through this whole thing because who knows, this may be our new normal for a hunk of time. Who knows? And uh, I hope people can have that attitude and, but it's hard. I mean, I, I say that and I, that would be my encouragement, but I can tell you when we met back here for the first time at church, that was what, in June? Mm-hmm. Man, my heart was, I mean, I can imagine you as a teacher. I know what this feeling is like. I want, I want this place to be a classroom again. Right. And get the people and so I can see these faces. And that's, uh, that's how I felt. You know, we preached to an empty auditorium for, I don't know, a couple months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, got, we got along fine with it and we were doing fine. But I'll tell you, having people, it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, this is really feels good. I, I'm sure you, as a teacher, you're feeling the same thing. Well, and it's just, it's a feeling of hope. It's, it's a feeling that, you know, we're not, we're not going to have to live in this forever. God gives us that hope and that encouragement to right. move on. And, um, we can pass that to our kids. We could go into it with a terrible attitude or right. we can go into it with an attitude of hope and we're going, we're only in this for a little bit and we're right. going to spread the love to our kids and, right. um, move them to greater places and right. that, that's always the goal i hope our do. i hope our chc family can can hear this i think that is so important it's like you know what life does does send out some some tough times and uh one one of the things this is a this is old this is robert Schuler, and I, he's not one of my favorite uh theologians of any by any stretch but he did say something one time it was back in the 80s when we were going through the real tough times with the farm and you know, financing and the interest rates were nuts and it was a really tough time. And he came up with this phrase. He says, tough times never last. Tough people do. Right. And, uh, mm. well, you know, that sounds pretty worldly and all that, but I think, I think the concept is good. When you, we, if you can take this as, okay, we're going to take this and we're going to ask the Lord to give us strength and we're going to start our day right and do this thing and conquer this thing and be a better student on the other end of this or a better parent, a better teacher, whatever it is, if we can take those or a better pastor, you know, because we're, we're figuring out new ways to do ministry and some of them have worked. Actually, this podcast has connected yep. pretty well. So, um, but anyway, that's my, that's my little, little soapbox that I, I hope that I can, I can say it's easier to say than do, but I, I, I think we all have to struggle to, to, to strive to keep pushing forward. Well, in Romans fifteen thirteen, it's a passage I've been studying and it just says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. So that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound mm. in hope. And if we just keep that at our center and remember God is in control of all of this. Right. And just pour into those kiddos, yeah. whether you're at home pouring into them or you're a teacher out in the district or an administrator. We know that everybody's working hard for the best of their families. And if we keep God in our hearts, it'll yeah. be okay. That's right. There, yeah. I know there's a lot. We have a lot of our our. Uh, the metal arc staff, there's a lot of them that come to shine Hills church. Yes. And so, cause I bump into them and stuff and I know, so you got quite a, quite a staff actually there at metal arc. The, um, have you, I mean, do you guys get together and talk Is everybody, is there a consensus on this is what we hope happens or is everybody kind of their own little um, camp? How do they, how people, well, teachers dealing with this? There's a lot of different opinions out there. Um, but most of us just want to go back and get started. Get going again. Yeah. And that's, that's the commonality. Do you have so. your gut feeling where this is going? What do you, what do you think? Uh, I'm sure um, you get rumors. My gut feeling going. is it will start and give it our all, and then we'll also experience the other two plans that are out there. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> There's a hybrid plan where we'd be in the school and online part and part 
and then there's a full blown off online again, yeah. just like last, last spring. spring. Yeah. But the good thing is, is that at least we've thought things through now, yeah. and we've done some more. You know, we're more prepared than we were last spring, yeah. so that that's encouraging. We've I learned a ton. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So many things that we've learned about how to be online and how to engage kids, and so that part. If we do have to be online again, it we've got so many more tools than yeah. we had last spring. You know, if if I could put myself back into that, uh, if I were a sixth grader or if I were a freshman in high school or a senior in high school, really, pretty much the only thing I cared about is football season starting. Right. And, and, uh, I mean, that was like, as soon as baseball was over, we started throwing footballs, you know, that was just, you know, just the next thing. And, you know, for me to be motivated about school or whatnot, I mean, I, I worked hard at it and everything, but I was motivated, you know, for the, for sports. And, and I, I feel for these guys. I mean, I, you know, they've been lifting and working out and all these things and now they're, they're junior, senior years. And, uh, have you heard anything on what they're going to do sports wise? Well, I know cross-country teams practicing. Okay. I know um, there are other teams that are practicing. A lot of them have to wear masks. So I think okay. they're doing their very best. Um, I wow, that'd be hard to jog and wear a mask. For me, that just makes me out of breath thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. Our principal <laughs> happens to be a, a referee for basketball, and he okay. was refing a, a tournament down in Colorado last week, and they made them wear wow. masks the entire time. Yeah. But mm. they got to have the entire tournament. So that was really hopeful. Yeah. He said it was mm-hmm. difficult, but th- at least they got to play and they yeah. had a blast. Yeah, I'd have some. I'd need some oxygen. Yeah, and from what I've heard from board meetings and stuff is that when they're doing physical activity, they don't have to wear it. But then when oh. they're, you know, huddle or anything gotcha. like that, then, then they're gonna okay. mask up. And Daniel's mm-hmm. been doing marching band, and that's kind of been what they've been recommending as it's well. Hard to and blow so his trumpet with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, I think percussion is wearing it, but yeah. Oh as yeah, far as, he's as a far drummer. As that's right. No, no, no. He's he is a trumpet player. That's what you I were thought. you were right. That's but what I yeah, thought. Okay. but the percussionists have to wear a mask, but the rest of them can can have them off. But you know, I was just thinking about kind of what you said at the very beginning, and and as a parent, and I, you know, I've got kid going to college, and so yeah. that's in one avenue of it and a high schooler and a fifth grader. And, and so mm-hmm. Meadow Lark is our school and I'm yeah. super excited about that for her. But, <laughs> you know, I, years ago we got advice from somebody, you know, if you're honoring God, he'll bless you wherever you decide to be. Mm-hmm. And this Absolutely. was, this was under the education lens. And, you know, we've, we've done a little bit of everything. We've done public school, we've done homeschool and, you know, now we've done remote learning and, and whatever, you know, I guess that's my tiny piece of advice for parents is that, you know, honor God and and mm. take Kirsten's advice of, of seeking him in the morning. And even if it's a quick, I know we've done that in the past, so a quick two-minute prayer in the car when we're on their way to school. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, it's not anything fancy, but, but you, know, our, you know, God loves our kids. He loves them more than we do, and, and he's yeah. going to carry them through. And, and I think if they, if we set that example for them, then they're going to, it will bring them the peace. And even though there's going to be lots of chaos in the midst of Whatever it is, school-wise, that having that peace will that will surpass all understanding for them as they navigate whatever it is. Definitely, yeah, and that's really why good. God's made them so resilient. Yeah, they for surprise sure. us daily with their resiliency. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. Yeah, it's no doubt. A beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, you, you reminded me of another salt box. I thought I just had one, but I've got a couple actually. You got, you just got <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my personal soapbox with with teaching. My dad, uh, we were farmer and ranch and all that stuff, but he but when he got right out of college, he was a football coach and administrator and a teacher. So mm. for several years, he'd, 
And um, and so I have a I have a lot of my growing up was around the high school, yep. and he was the athletic director and football coach and all that. So I grew up there, but but you know I, I always remember my dad saying you know the the responsibility of of education is on the parents, yeah. and so I mm-hmm. inherited that for myself. You know I I see you know if my if my son or daughter could have a teacher like Kirsten that would be just phenomenal because mm-hmm. my my job's going to be easier because yep. she's going to take you know they're going to she's going to get the very best out of she's them incredible. but i'm responsible to make sure that even if they didn't get a teacher they got along with so well or whatever mm-hmm. that they get through and i'm taking that responsibility i don't throw that onto the teacher and so i think this is this is just my soapbox yeah. you know but um if if parents do take that responsibility and say hey listen we got to figure this out yep. because I don't want you to take a step backwards, no matter what. In fact, we're going to make sure that you're you're progressing forward. If every parent can do that, and if they they start their day with, okay, God, you're Definitely. going to have to help us because you know I'm not sure how we're going to do everything we need to do, but give us the strength to to make sure our kids don't take a step backwards. That boy, that'll be so helpful for the, for any gaps that may be in their education and try to try to fill those in. So and definitely, in our district is blessed with lot many 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 incredible teachers i mean it's 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 a blessing to teach in this district but like you said having that support and the encouragement from the parents goes so far and so that that'll help all educators because they have such incredible hearts and we teach in a district of really really wonderful teachers educators and people that just want to pour into your kids so it's really true I, we've got a lot of teachers at shine hills and it's just they they are top flight folks i'm just mm-hmm. i'm really impressed so anyway well kirsten reef sixth grade teacher extraordinaire cooker cook chef extraordinaire <laughs> and 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 you and you fill in as a volunteer at the front desk extraordinaire thanks for being here god bless you thanks for having me In the meantime, for all of you teachers and parents and students, be strong and very courageous. God bless you all.